Well, the Israeli Defence Force has told CNN that for every one Hamas fighter they've killed in Gaza, two civilians have also died. According to figures compiled by the Hamas-controlled health ministry in Gaza, almost 16,000 people have died since October 7. The ministry's figures don't distinguish between combatants and civilians. An expanded ground operation is now underway in the southern Gaza city of Han Yunus. Han Yunus is, was at one point the officially designated safe place for uh, Palestinians from northern Gaza to flee to. But now Israeli military vehicles firing bullets and tank shells at cars and people trying to move through the area. A spokesperson for the Israeli government says they are now moving into the second stage of their war in Gaza. Now, a 90-minute-long local tactical pause was enforced overnight near the Rafah border crossing with Egypt to allow further aid into the enclave. But the World Health Organization says the situation in southern Gaza is deteriorating by the hour. For more on the humanitarian conditions in Gaza, earlier I spoke to a spokesperson for the United Nations Relief and uh, Works Agency, or UNRWA, Juliet Toma. We are seeing a repeat of the horrors from before the pause, heavy bombardment, including in the south, and especially in the south. And we're seeing movements of people and exodus, in fact, of people. At least 60,000 people have come to UNRWA shelters, United Nations shelter where I work, and more people are coming. Our shelters, however, are overcrowded with, with people and we cannot take more people. The bombardment has got to stop. And of course, the South is where people were originally told uh, to go to because it would be safe, weren't they? During the war, no place in uh, Gaza is uh, safe, not even the South. But you're right in saying that a lot, a lot of people, uh, in fact, the vast majority, 70 percent of people, have been forced to leave other parts of Gaza and go and seek shelter in the South. But now the South is also being bombed and people are forced to move out. And they're asking, they're calling us. In the morning, they called me. One colleague called me and he was sobbing on the phone. And he said, Juliette, I have nowhere to go. I slept on the street last night. And your staff are among those killed? Yes, yes. We have uh, sadly uh, confirmation as of this morning that 130 of our colleagues at UNRWA have been killed in Gaza. This is the highest that the United Nations has recorded in any single conflict since its establishment just after the Second World War. There should be more pressure to put an end to this uh, vicious and brutal war. I mean, among our colleagues who were killed, there were doctors, there were teachers, there were school principals, there were support staff. They, like the rest of the community, they had nothing to do with this, this war. And people, civilians like you and I, are being caught up in a war that is not of their making. It has got to come to an end. It's been two very, very long, deadly, bloody hell, hell of a two months, mm. hell. Uh, the ceasefire obviously ended, but we are hearing about local tactical pauses. Uh, what is happening there? Are you able to achieve anything in those, I think it's just about 90-minute time frames? 
Um, our shelters are overwhelmed. We do not have humanitarian supplies to give to people. Absolute mayhem. So everything that was able to be brought in during that longer ceasefire, that's already been used up. The needs are overwhelming and the needs are ongoing and people move from one place to another. So it's very difficult for us to keep track. And I do know because I visited Gaza just 10 days ago, Uh, including to one of our shelters, that our shelters are just overflowing with people. People are forced to sleep on the concrete. They're coming to these shelters, seeking the United Nations protection. But even those shelters, they've also been hit and they have not been spared. That was uh, Juliet Tuma, a spokesperson from the United Nations Relief and Works Agency.